You are listening to the Daily Telegraph News. Hi, I'm Belinda Palmata with the top stories for Thursday, May 16th. One of the state's most senior police officers has written a blistering letter to parents on the northern beaches urging them to take control of their children who are running amok and abusing and assaulting police and others. Superintendent Dave Darcy warned parents of a significant deterioration in the behavior of young people in the area aged 13 to 18 who are out at all hours and are drug-filled and violent. People, including police, are being attacked and injured, Superintendent Darcy wrote to parents. Hospitalized backpack killer Ivan Milat has been diagnosed with cancer and is unlikely to return to Supermax. His weight has plummeted to 66 kilos and has told his family he's struggling to keep food down. The once powerful former road worker, who was convicted of murdering seven backpackers in the Belangelo State Forest, is now looking frail, his nephew Alistair Shipsey said yesterday. He has also been showing symptoms of dementia for more than a year. Milat 74 was this week transferred from Goldwyn Supermax to the high security section of Sydney's Prince of Wales Hospital, where he's undergoing a battery of tests and will probably need an operation, Mr. Shipsey said. Labor leader Bill Shorten has been caught out contradicting himself in a series of policy blunders and attention-grabbing comments of convenience. On Tuesday, he called for the country to really lift itself and the political debate. Just a day before saying former Liberal Prime Minister John Howard has been disinterred or dug up from his grave to hit the campaign trail. Commentators were quick to point out that it was not the first time the Labor leader had spoken with a forked tongue, particularly by remaining silent on the plans for the controversial Adani coal mine in Queensland, given his party's commitment to action on climate change. Dr. Andrew Hughes, Australian National University political marketing expert, said, Adani is a classic point. Labor has gone very quiet on the issue because they know it will cost them votes in Queensland. They have been avoiding it. In sport, he has just become the coach of the biggest workload in Australian football, but anti Milishik has promised the Matildas that his new role as head coach of A-League and Trades, MacArthur FC, won't affect his commitment to their cause. Revealing that he has a banknote on potential signings for MacArthur, he has observed while involved in various national teams, Milishik promised that a potential Matilda's Olympic campaign in the midst of MacArthur's pre-season would be a inevitable cause. Days after he committed to taking the Matildas through until the end of next year's Tokyo Olympics, should they qualify, Milishik has signed a deal with the club that yesterday launched its name and colours and will enter the competition in season 2020-21. It means that if the Matildas play at the Olympics, he would miss about six weeks of pre-season, though could feasibly be on deck by mid-August, giving him two months before for MacArthur's inaugural campaign. In sitcom, Kay Blanchett will return to television after 25 years. The two-time Academy Award winner will star in and co-produce her own creation, a six-part miniseries called Stateless. The series will be set in Australia and follows four people caught in an immigration system. Inspired by real events, the series interwines personal stories revealing a system struggling with the contradictions of border protection. It will be Blanchett's first TV series since Border Town in 1995. And now to the weather. Mostly sunny and patchy morning fog in the west for Sydney with 22. Mostly sunny and patchy morning fog for Canberra with a top of 18. Patchy fog in the early morning with a slight chance of shower for Newcastle in 23 and mostly sunny with winds for Wollongong in 21. And that's all for now. If you're after more news, head to dailytelegraph.com.au or subscribe to this podcast.